Dacă nici așa nu-ți place, Zile, 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 eu alerg Ial, mile, 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 mile Pe Maidan, pentru tine, tine Să-ți dau un dar, dar cel mai de preț Dar fără niciun ban, ban, gang Iar, iar, sunt inutile tine Numai tu știi, gheal, să-mi dai aripile, pile În Jamaica sau în Chile, Chile Inima face bun Welcome to another episode Of the Shoot to Kill podcast I think it's been a while Since we've said our names uh, I am Joey Shelton here with my co-host Leighton Shogger. Um yeah, we got a shorter episode coming for you this week. Last week's was a big one. Um yeah. Yeah, I think I need to get better at spacing out content cuz <laughs> um, the pool, the pool selections of topics this week was pretty dry compared to last week. Um, so hopefully next couple days I come up with something that's interesting. Um, but today we're just kind of reacting to going back to our old roots, kind of reacting to the sports world, anything interesting and just in general. Um, oh, oh, I got something. I got something right off the top. Draymond Green, uh, when he punched Jordan Poole, no suspension they've announced. Yeah, that's definitely interesting because that's borderline assault. Dude, that's well, it is whack. Assault. Did you see that's the whack. Did you see the picture of Jordan Poole's face? Yes. Did he look like he looked like Two Face from Batman? Like the entire dude, half of his his face was okay. So bruised. here's what I'm wondering: Are you trying to tie yourself for the future to Draymond Green or to Jordan Poole? Right. Who's more important in your franchise going forward, dude? You can't do that. You can't let him off unless Jordan Poole really isn't mad about it at all, which he should be. But if he's really not mad about it at all, then I guess fine. But if he's pissed, dude, you can't throw your future under the bus like that. That's horrible. Right. And Draymond, like if- dude, there's been talk about Draymond being traded for like years now. You know, like it, it's really unlikely to happen, but. You know, looking on, looking back at it, because like this was back when they had Katie and they had the highest payroll, and you know there was a bunch of talk about who's going to get extended and um, you know who's going to have to get traded or cut or you know who they have to keep and get rid of. And Draymond, I think consensually, was kind of like the the top top guy on that list of you know for the production. He really, yeah, uh, and he's asking for quite a bit. Dude, I don't yeah, I don't know how you fucking just let that shit slide. I really don't. Um what was I gonna say? Uh I don't know. It looks like he was the aggressor too. So I don't get how you don't find him and like people were talking about oh uh, it's like when Jordan punched Kerr. Alright, first of all, Draymond Green is not Jordan, and Jordan Poole is not Steve Kerr. And it's also not the nineties. Right. Different like, different world. It's a lot different. Now, I've heard a lot about uh, players saying that there's fights in practice and whatever. Like, this isn't that big of a deal. Oh, I think Damian Lillard. Always, Damian Lillard said that. But then Patrick Beverly came out and he said, no, there's never. He said he's never seen a fight in practice. He said he would never fight in practice. And he said if there ever was a fight in practice, that'd be a huge problem. And that's coming from Patrick Beverly. Yeah, but there's been plenty of people coming out. Like, Kobe's had a lot of things come out about him being Kobe pretty said aggressive that? in practice. 
Well, people saying stuff about Kobe. Same with like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> you know, kidding. Yeah, no, I know, but they, like, like, there's dude, always these. Like, there's players that play very emotionally. Like, that's so I'm surprised it's coming from Patrick Beverly. That's, well, that's a push but, is one thing, and like a skirmish, that's one thing, like yelling at each other. But a punch is different, dude. You punch that man in his face. But Shannon Sharp had a really weird reaction to it. He was like, you got to do to him what he did to you before he gets the chance to do that to you. And I was like, well, then wouldn't Jordan Poole have just sucker punched Draymond? It's like, what? What? Yeah, like Draymond walked up on him. But how in the hell did Jordan Poole know he was going to punch him in the face? Dude, he didn't see that coming. You kidding me? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of people that let their aggression get the better of them. Um, not right, nonetheless, but it, it happens, and it's bad for bad for the the league that he's not really getting in trouble. Um, just because you don't want to conduct that, and you know you don't want that hanging over your head as something that's allowed. Um, similar similarly to Devontae Adams. Oh yeah, I was going to say similar to Aaron Donald because he did that in practice too. Yeah, I would argue swinging at home like fucking Thor's hammer is worse than throwing a punch. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you get these players that get right rage, you know? Like, he came out and, like, even though it was, wasn't was necessarily his fault. Remember there was that thing, I think, in Pittsburgh when he was, like, he, like, beat, someone's, beat someone up out of a bar or punched them yeah. out of a bar or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that, that guy was kind of a heckler and annoying well, him. Right. So, like, but still. Like, he has a is a reason to fall back on, but it's still not right. Like, you know, right. you're getting paid so much money. You're, you're a big figurehead, not only in your sport, but in the nation, in the world, you know, like you got to present yourself different than the standard person. Yeah. But yeah, Devonta Adams is getting charged for assault now, which, yeah. okay. It's, I have a, it's a, a bit stretch, of, but I get it. I also have a bit of a weird take on this. Like what the, what the fuck was that guy doing? Like well, you come right, up, the Raiders are walking off the field after a really close, tough loss, and he ran right in front of him. And did you right see the video from yeah. behind? Like yeah, not the he, overhead behind. He just yeah, he literally walked like a foot in front of him. Like he yes, ran. Devante shouldn't have threw him on the ground. You know, or I shouldn't even say that. Shouldn't have pushed him, him on the ground. But but where was that guy kind, going? You kind of have to anticipate something was going to happen when you stay out, of, his out way. of the way. You know? Stay out of his way. And there was a cameraman, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was doing a job, you know? He had the camera down at his at his waist. Yeah. And he, he ran right in front of him. Right. So this is like, kind Devante of didn't, like, like, seek him out to shove him. Like, yeah, yeah he shouldn't have done it. He obviously shouldn't have done it. But And Devante Adams, for the most part, has been, like, kind of a nicer guy in the league. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty humble guy in his interviews. Well, and then there's a bunch of people right after the fact that were like, um, I think I forget who posted it right under if it was the Schefter or the ESPN About or whatever. The Raiders. He was like, Tay's a really good guy. Like he already apologized to this guy. Respect. No shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, he apologized to him already. He fucking had to. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, he wasn't going to apologize. Dude, it's no, just No, no, it's because he's a great guy. It's just the, the Las fuck? Vegas Raiders culture, man. 
Why is there dude, there's something every two months? The team. Dude, I swear to God, sports fans, dude, sports commentators are so dumb. They're so dumb. I mean, I agree. But why are you so saying that? Because did you hear what? Fuck. This is yeah. It gets kind of random, but I was just thinking about that one guy. Like, um. Oh, I had a specific instance. It was some fucking Joe Buck said that I was just like, what? He's and I like Joe Buck. Like, I like Joe Buck, but holy fuck. Yeah, I don't know. That was kind of a random thing. But just because I was thinking of the guy who posted underneath. He was a sports reporter that posted underneath that thing that Devontae Adams is a great guy. I got an inside scoop. Devontae Adams, great guy. Thanks. Thank you. Fucking idiot. Say the, that's the thing. It's not that they're stupid. It's that they say the most obvious shit ever. That's what it is, and it's annoying because it's something. It was like that Booger. Remember Booger? He kind of started it. Oh yeah, yeah. But he's like, what was that that he said? He's like, he he'd say something stupid like, "They have the number one ranked rushing offense in the league. If they run the ball, they win the game. If they run the oh. no, if they or no, it'd be like if they score more points than them, they're gonna win the game." I have a feeling if they score more points, that was like. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, he was doing his preseason predictions yeah, for week one, the and they're like, who do you think is going to score the most points in the NFC West week one? And he's like, I think the Chargers are going to score the most points. And then they asked him later, who do you think is going to win, the Chargers or the Raiders? And he goes, I got to take the Raiders on this one. I got to take the Raiders. Like, what? I got to take the Raiders. Well, dude, you want to know what the problem is with that? Is people try, they're trying to force feed content rather than talking about stuff that's interesting. So it's really hard to just get new new ideas and and topics. Yeah, sure, you know, when because you know they have the same show every day. So if if nothing interesting happens, they just kind of talk up their ass. You know, dude. Somebody tweeted the other day. I forget who it was. I think it was somebody from Barstool. Tweeted. Um, oh, it was uh, Rico Bosco from Barstool. He tweeted because he had a bet on Air Force against somebody. I don't. It doesn't matter who. Because if Air Force can't run the ball in this game, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah. yeah, they run the no triple shit. option, or not the triple. They run the, the yeah, they run the triple option. Duh. Yeah, their quarterback. Duh, they're gonna be in trouble. Their quarterbacks only pass like half a dozen times a game. Dude, they run the T formation. What are you talking? Of course, they're gonna be in trouble. Well, yeah, that's like saying, that's like saying, dude, if the sun explodes, we're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. Oh, that's pretty stupid. It's kind of annoying. Sports personalities One thing are that's great. interesting, I think, about the NFL. How come we're so much many? smarter than every other sports personality? Because we watch them. True. That's a good point. And we don't get paid. We're, we're, we, we, we have extra motivation because we are on our way to get paid. We're on our way to the they top. already paid. Yes. True. Yeah. True. Extra, that's a good point. We're motivated. We need to start gambling. Dude, honest, no, that is true. I was gonna say, so I did. I've done my spread pickums, and yeah, right I don't now, know why I couldn't join that with you, but I don't know. Whatever. So my record right now is. If you're over fifty percent, that's great, and if you're over sixty percent, yeah. So I'm at fifty-six percent. That's so phenomenal. I'm making but dude, money. I've been and, thinking. Get- and 
let me say this as well. So I'm 56% and I majority take underdogs, which the payout's higher. And while you're taking money line, because usually it's about the same if you're picking an underdog for the spread. And here's the other thing. That's not even picking um, point spread. Or not point spread. Uh, over-unders. Over-unders, yeah. Think about if we pick over-unders, dude. I hammered. Dude, I told my friend. You were really good last year on over-unders. That's, yeah, my, that's where yeah. I struggled. I was good against the spread. I was good with my yeah. picks or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I sucked at over-under. Yeah, my over-under, dude. I got, I got, I fucking know that shit. Dude, I went with my, uh, I told my friend who gambles yesterday. I said, lock the Chiefs Raiders over. I said, lock it for as much money as you want. I said, as much as you want. And he was like, well, it's at 50. That's pretty high. And I'm like, dude, I don't care. Lock it for as much money as you want. Put your net worth on it. Then it got, he like called me. It was like the second half. And he was like, cause it was like 17, seven or something. He's like, dude, this isn't looking good. I was like, well, here's the thing. Just wait. The chiefs are going to come back. So the more points the Raiders score, the better it is. It's like, just relax. And sure enough, that shit popped with like six minutes to go. Like that's easy. That's an easy over. The NFL we is so could much be fun. the greatest gamblers of all time. Problem the NFL is, is so much fun. Problem is, we need to place our bets in Illinois. See you. It's difficult to do in Wisconsin. Yeah, can't do that. But uh, I'm only like months. an hour. I'm only like an hour away to the Illinois border. Just need a couple months here. I'm only an hour okay. away to the Illinois border. But uh yeah, dude, great we could be the greatest gamblers of all time. Easily. Easily. Dude, we could be self made billionaires. True. Of gambling. Oh, um Okay. So, Go ahead. I was gonna say, thing I find interesting is that for the third time in the history of the NFL, there is not a winless team after five weeks which I think goes to show why there's so much attention drawn towards that because, you know, the cliche term any given Sunday, well, that's really true when, when you, when you look at it, uh, there's only like, it has the most upsets out of any, at least American sport. And even they're not as big when the upsets happen, you know, like they're kind of expected at this point, just because, and what is the average margin of victory? Isn't it like There's so much points parody, or dude. four points or something? The NFL like, has so much parity, bro. What people just don't realize is that every single player in the NFL is capable, I think, of being awesome. They just uh-huh. don't do it consistently. Dude, there's only like... Hold on, I'm trying to count here. Three, four... Five, six. There's only like six like bad teams. Like the right. Panthers are bad. The Lions are bad. The Commanders are bad. The Steelers are bad, and the Texans are bad. Wait, that's only five. Like other than that, the Jaguars are scrappy. The Raiders are one in four. They the might Raiders be the best are, one in four team they're ever. Good. They're really good. The Steelers yeah. are bad. The Patriots. They can play with anybody. Um, the Giants are well. The NFC East is all of a sudden. Good. And another I don't thing know that's that awesome from. about it is, outside of the Bills, who again they go on these stretches where they just kind of 
fall apart offensively, and I don't really understand why. It's because they can't run the ball. It's because they can't run the ball. So outside of the Bills, who I think are the most just dominating team in the league, you know, even though they don't have the best record, they're tied for the second best. You know, they're gonna fit, they're gonna get they're gonna get a first or second seed in the playoffs. Yeah, in the AFC like guaranteed. So outside of them, there's legitimately like ten teams that I could see competing for that second best team in the league. Status. Dude, the Eagles are a wagon. Dude, you called it. You called it. I got to admit, I missed that one. However, I did say the Cowboys, and they're really not far behind. So no, I guess we'll see do. after this week. We'll Dude, see after this week. Defense. I, so I. That's what I said. I was wrong on the Cowboys' defense. I thought losing. I don't remember his name. The pass rusher. That's pretty good. Oh, uh. You know, on lose, the Broncos. I don't remember his name. They didn't lose Demarcus Lawrence. Something. Oh yeah, Gregory. Randy. No, Randy, Randy Gregory. Yeah. yeah. Randy Gregory. I thought losing him was a big time, big misstep. You know? <laughs> but Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons right now are the best pass rushing tandem in the oh, league. By far. By far. Dude, it's funny because we were both right. Because I said the Cowboys were still pretty yeah. good. You said and the Eagles were good. Yeah. We were both right, but we were both re- wrong. I don't remember how many games I had the Cowboys winning. If it was like eight or nine, somewhere in there, I think I had them around five hundred. They're guess. just blowing that out of the water. They right play now. this week, right? Yeah, both teams play. Yeah, and uh, I don't hate Cooper Rush starting that game. I think I think it's a bit overblown. I think Dak, once he comes back, like you obviously play him. I think he's better, but I don't think it's a huge drop off. Jalen Hurts has played really well so far this season. I don't. I don't. I don't. I want to see how he is because so far they've gotten out to leads and stuff. So I want to see how good he is when he has to throw the ball and they know he has to throw it. That's the about, only thing I haven't seen yet. Right. He's he's been the best game manager this season. I right. Because the Eagles are. But, and they lost. also have the best and, receiver in core. Dude, their only loss came week one with a very shaky no. offensive system. Dak. Who are you talking about? The Cowboys. The Cowboys. Yes. Against the Tampa horrible. Bay defense, who is up there with you know best in the league, and even so, they're with how much Tampa Bay had the ball, they still only put up nineteen in that game. You know, so Dallas's yeah. defense can carry if they could figure out that Tony Pollard is the best running back on that team. Yeah, and their stop offense using Zeke. Yeah, the problem is they're yeah. paying him so much money. Yeah, they're also paying Dak, and guess how much production he's having right now. Well, either way, I was going to say, I think this is interesting. So, yeah, they play Sunday night, Cowboys at Eagles. Eagles are favored, but... but By how much? What's the lo- Wait, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Eagles plus three and a half. No, so wait, four and a half. They're favored by five. That's more than I would have expected. It's quite a bit. But typically, Hammer you get the two, Cowboys. typically you get two and a half points, two and a half to three points, depending on what home field is, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're really saying that the Eagles are a two-point conversion better. On a neutral field. I'll tell you this. Hammer the Cowboys. Minus five? Minus five. Or plus yeah, five? That's... Plus five? Hammer the Cowboys, dude. Plus, hammer the Cowboys. Hammer them. That pass rush, dude. Hammer the Cowboys. 
Yeah, one thing that the Eagles might win. I would pick the Eagles to win the game. However, I think that the Eagles hammer defense, the Cowboys. I'm thinking that under is going to get hit by a mile because with how much what Philly, is it? Um, I'll look it up while we're talking. But with how you know, it's actually crazy because the Eagles aren't. I mean, I think they're top five in scoring. Okay, but they have the most big plays this season, and they have one of the best red zone offenses. Just because you know Jalen Hurts can run. Kind of helps with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know the. Let me see what the over under is. I, whatever it is, I'm hitting under on that. Well, I want to see forty-one and a half, first. according to mm-hmm. according to somebody. I don't know who that's. From. Hold on, let me just look on Barstool. By the way, Barstool, hire us. We'd be a great addition. We're not doing numbies right now, but if we get on your socials and stuff, we'll do numbies. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Dave Portnoy, hire me. It's different on every Hire me. According to so this is on FanDuel. FanDuel has that forty three and a half. No, we don't Okay, fine. fine. I'm still hitting and a half. big time hitting the under on that. Oh, I think I'll tell you what I'm at. Philly's defense, when, with how good they are at stopping what, the run, is going to really limit the Cowboys' offense. What time rely- is it? Sunday night? Sunday night? Can't can't take the under in prime time. Can't take the under in prime Dude, time. Dude, that's when defenses come to play. Can't take the under in prime That's time. when defenses come it. to kick I know, I know, I know. No, I know, but can't do it. Just can't do it. Oh, so look at the prime time games this year. Plus, <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Washington, Chicago's a pick'em. You know what that means. I don't know who's going to win that. That's why it's a pick'em. I'll tell you what. Actually, I'll tell you I this know, for free. I do, I do know who's going to win that. Yeah, you know who's going to win that. Come on. Come on. Probably the guy that can pass for more than 140 yards. Dude, he can also pass for negative 140 yards in res- interception returns. Dude, trust I mean, me. Come picks, on, come, like, come, on come, game, on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Dude, Wentz Ron Rivera shows no confidence. They just have no, they have no anything. Line. They suck. All right, um, I'll tell you what I would hit, though. The under at 38? Are you kidding me? Dude, we'll be lucky if we break 20. Dude, we'd be lucky if we break 20. you kidding me? Carson Wentz on the year, 10 touchdowns, 6 picks, 86 passer rating. That's dog shit. Look at Fields' numbers. Yeah, probably like way worse. Touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> three touchdowns. Way fucking worse. <laughs> to be three fair, they both those no. The Commanders and the Bears probably have the two worst offensive lines in the league. Oh, dude, the that. Bears' offensive line is so bad. It's so ass. So that could be an that could be a fun game. There could be a lot of turnovers. Turnovers right. to me are just as exciting as... So Fields has got three... T- oh, yeah, three touchdowns, four picks. That's kind of ugly. That is not pretty. Mooney had a good game, didn't he? <sighs> or someone he had, like, three players. catches for, like... I don't even know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Fields had 15 completions for 208 yards. He had a great last game. Like, his game last week was good. He started off slow in the first half, got it going in the second half, had a good game. He played well. It's You know what? It's progress. 
It's just all progress. It's all progress. He might be bad. I'm willing to admit that. Do you think the Steelers are the worst team in the league without TJ Watt? They are dog ass. But the Texans. I was with you where I thought that they could be all right. I don't know if I had them making the playoffs, but I had them getting close. Well, Kenny Pickett sucks. I mean, it's his second game, but he sucks. Mitch, Mitch isn't playing that great. I think that it's a combination. They both suck. It's a combination of offensive, offensive scheme. Offensive scheme is kind of limited. Like they're they're not letting them sling it, which early I could you're understand that because your defense because your defense could take over games with TJ Watt. Now that he's out, you have no shot when the team is allowing at least twenty four points per game without TJ Watt there. You're gonna have to let them try, and if they throw an interception, either way, you're not. It's a drive where you're not scoring, so it is what it is. So I think they just got to open the playbook for them, let them do their thing, let them get a feel, and maybe by the end of the season, try getting a couple wins and getting back into that playoff spot. But next couple weeks, have you seen their schedule as well? It is brutal. It is brutal. It was an easy schedule. The Patriots have the easiest schedule. The fuck? They play like the Bears. so this is their, oh my gosh, this is their games the, the rest of the season. So they play Tampa Bay this week, L. They play the Dolphins next week at Miami, which I think should be an L, but Teddy Bridgewater is kind of whatever. Uh, then they play the Eagles, L. Saints with their defense is probably an L. Bengals, twice. Nope, just once. They, they literally have the Falcons... Panthers, so they have two games the rest of the season that I would favor them in. And honestly, I don't even know if I'd favor them over the Falcons. Falcons are looking Probably not. Pa- Falcons aren't horrible. Probably over the Panthers, I would give them the edge, but Steelers are going to... It's rough. So we were right on some stuff, wrong on some stuff for preseason. But, uh, yeah, yeah so I, mean, I don't that's think how you have anything else goes. to add. I don't know if you have anything else to um, add. I mean, the Mets collapsed. Holy shit. That's rough. That's a tough look. The Mets are the Mets. Um, Scherzer was dog shit. He was bad. Yeah. Oof. He was horrible. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. I really want to see the Padres make the World Series. I really want to see that. I yeah. their team. All right. So, uh, short pod this week. Um, might get another one in at some point here soon. We'll try to come up with something fun for next week. And, uh, yeah, deuces. Peace. Bye. Bye.